show is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Experience, business, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Consumer first health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all, come on, let's go. New choices, new platforms, new care models. In the healthcare of tomorrow, consumers win. But who will design it? What will it look like? And how long will it take? We're here to answer those questions with some provocative thinking about how to create the healthcare that people actually want. Ready to roll up your sleeves, look at the world a little differently, and explore the frontiers of consumer health together? Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jared Johnson, and here's what's going to go down today. We have the flavor of the week about Current Health's State of Care at Home report. What does it say about the opportunities and challenges for health system leaders to explore the frontier of care at home, and how can it provide a better experience for consumers? I'll talk about that. Then we welcome Samia Brown from Priority Health to discuss a new program that's making it easier to access healthy food. Priority Health recently announced a partnership with Kroger Health that's using food as medicine to transform healthy lives in Southeast Michigan. It's time to dive right in. Are you ready? Let's go. Flavor of the week. Amid a challenging environment, health system leaders are staying enthusiastic about moving care to the home. That's the headline from Current Health's report, The State of Care at Home, Trends, Challenges, and Opportunities for Evolving Care Models. Current Health provides a remote patient monitoring, telehealth, and patient engagement tools. Best Buy acquired them in October 2021 for $400 million. Now, I found the report quite interesting because it helped me better understand that the healthcare industry is facing an unprecedented need to evolve how care is being delivered to an aging population and shrinking work. One of the most striking examples of this evolution is the rise of care at home programs. It doesn't take a genius to know that most people would prefer not being treated in a hospital. What was enlightening to me was seeing healthcare leaders exploring the benefits of care at home, such as better outcomes and patient experience, particularly given the fact that they're facing significant challenges from high cost of care, reduced revenue, and limited capacity. So Current Health surveyed more than 100 primarily C-suite hospital and health system leaders to examine the evolving market and use cases for care at home. Here are three key findings that stood out to me. First, about half of health systems are looking to expand care at home offerings. Today, the majority of hospitals and health systems, 66%, report that they currently offer some type of care at home service to patients. Now, early programs were largely targeted at ad hoc or episodic care, often relying solely on a telehealth visit. But the growing maturity of these models and confidence of the clinical and operational leaders is making it increasingly viable to treat chronically and acutely ill patients at home. The differences between these program types include the amount and type of remote patient monitoring, the in-home services that are included in the care model, and the staffing model required to operate the program. Second, health systems continue investing in integrated care-at-home models across the care continuum. This was a pleasant surprise to me. Survey respondents indicated that ongoing investments in care-at-home are a priority for their organization. In fact, the largest category of new growth is post-acute or early discharge care, which may be in part linked to the capacity challenges seen by health systems across the board. Even hospital-at-home has almost two-thirds of respondents either running or considering such a program. Third, workforce challenges heighten their concerns around their ability to provide the necessary technology support to ensure success. The most significant reason that they aren't investing in or scaling care at home is the perceived challenge of staffing these programs. 58% of respondents who have a care at home program 
said that finding the necessary workforce to deploy, manage, and scale care at home is challenging or very challenging. Closely tied to workforce concerns, health systems are unsurprisingly concerned about being able to provide the necessary support to ensure adoption. The full report helped me get a better picture of the scale of opportunity that exists as hospitals, health systems, and disruptors explore this new frontier. Let's follow the lead of disruptors like Current Health as we enter a new phase where the role of hospitals is being rewritten and more leaders take charge in designing programs for providing care outside traditional settings. That's another way that we'll build the healthcare of tomorrow. And that's the flavor of the week. The flow, the flow, the flow. All right, everyone, let's get into the flow again. Give it up for Samia Brown. She's the Director of Senior Markets and Product Development at Priority Health. Welcome, Samia, to the Healthcare Wrap. Thank you, Jared. Really excited to be here today. So tell me, let's start out, what did I miss in your bio? What else would you like our listeners to know about you and your background? Well, unlike many people, I'm fairly new to healthcare. I've worked in a variety of industries and markets throughout my career, but my true passion has always been health and wellness and figuring out a way to impact people's lives through improving their health. So when I came upon this opportunity at Priority Health four years ago to join the Medicare space, I literally jumped as fast as I could. I'd had the opportunity to take care of my parents during their later years in life, and I felt I could really contribute to this firsthand. And so what do I do here at Priority Health? Well, my position is to oversee product development and marketing for the Medicare Advantage products. This means every year we work with CMS, which is a government body that stands for Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, to offer benefits to the Medicare population. In this position, I and my team continue to look for ways in which we can improve the lives of our members through the products that we that we make. That's excellent. That gives us a direct line between your everyday work and helping people. And that is definitely a common thread in healthcare. And it's, I would guess this is not unique. It's really interesting to hear how many people working in healthcare and all sides of it, clinical, non-clinical, you name it, one of those common threads, as you mentioned, you had the opportunity to care for your parents. There seems like there's a, a story like that underneath most of us working in healthcare. It, it's great. What I'd love to do is kind of walk through a little bit of Priority Health itself, a particular partnership with Kroger Health that was recently announced. And I want to dig into a couple of these areas in particular. So maybe we could start with just giving us a layperson's explanation of what Priority Health does and why it's different. Yeah, sure. I would be happy to. Priority Health is a health plan company. We serve more than 1.2 million members in Michigan, and we offer benefit options for employer groups and individuals as well. So that would include both Medicare and Medicaid plans. We are really proud to be recognized as a leader of quality, customer service, transparency and and product innovation. And we'll talk about that a little bit later in terms of how we partner with different companies to get that innovation into the market. We're also the second largest health plan in Michigan, and believe it or not, the third largest provider-sponsored health plan in the United States. And because we are part of a health system, we believe we are uniquely positioned to take better care of our members. And When you think about what is our goal, it's really to help people get the most out of their health plan by making it easy to access affordable coverage and care, 
as well as access tools that help them better understand their plans and save money. So we have tools like the cost estimator, which helps our members figure out what they will pay prior to getting the procedure. And that way they're not surprised afterwards. And even a broader view, the mission of our our whole system, and I love this, I, I resonate with this, and I think so does everyone who works in healthcare, as you were mentioning. You know, we not only all have a personal story, but we also feel a strong purpose. And so our mission is to improve health, instill humanity, and inspire hope. And our vision is a future where health is simple, affordable, equitable, and exceptional. So when we go to work every day, we figure out how to make these values come to life. We also think that, you know, when care is better and more accessible, it's simpler, easier, which it isn't always, and barriers to equitable care are removed, that people's health improves and healthcare becomes more sustainably affordable. So really, it's a focus on both prevention, fixing the root cause, as well as the disease condition. That's fantastic because you just mentioned several parts. You mentioned the pricing, you mentioned the ease and the convenience there is to access care. And what we're learning in the industry, it feels like, is that none of those things are easy and that we don't have to take it for granted that the existing level of difficulty and complexity and high costs, we don't have to take those for granted and accept them. You know, We can challenge them, we can disrupt them and try to do better. And we all know that usually happens incrementally in healthcare. And so one thing I'm really excited to, to hear about, I'm, I'm really just curious what you think, because there's this concept out there of whole person health. And I do feel like it's relatively new, or at least it's just different depending on which vantage point you're looking from. I'm really curious what your definition of whole person health is and and where does food and nutrition in particular fit into that? Yeah, well, this this area is my personal passion. Of course, there are a lot of things that impact one's overall health and well-being. But nutrition is definitely one of them. And it's safe to say that nutrition particularly impacts those who might have barriers, such as access to healthy food. And while adding or removing things from your diet isn't a full cure, it could certainly help. I think we all feel better when we eat better. And we feel better both physically and mentally. Speaking of which, nutrition plays a crucial role in our mental health. And so whatever tools we use for help, we should all take the time to make our mental health a priority. For sure, our mental, our mind and health are certainly worth worth the effort. And Jared, you know, eating fresh, nutrient-dense foods each day not only improves overall well-being, but can also boost immunity, lower risk of disease, and prevent chronic conditions. And this is especially important in the senior population who may not be able to have access to healthy food. So that's the basic foundation on on our focus on nutrition and how we see it fitting in, being able to reduce some of those barriers for our seniors by putting together products and that allow them to access healthy food, any other barriers they may have. Is there anything in particular about seniors that you've seen or experienced that makes it particularly challenging? Just the fact that it is harder to transport themselves maybe, or they don't have the funds, or I'm just curious if there's anything in particular that you're seeing, particularly with seniors. Yeah, I think it's multiple things and it depends on on their specific situation, but definitely many seniors live on a limited income. And I think spending, you know, nutritious food costs more, produce costs more. So I think that's sometimes a barrier. But there are also other social determinants of health that impact their overall health. And as you mentioned, transportation is part of that. Um, we can talk a little bit later about one of our partnerships that addresses some of these 
social determinants of health. But in terms of nutrition, you know, we do see seniors improving their health with, we are able to provide them with some benefits that help them access that food. Gotcha. Yeah. It seems like one of those things that I would guess even a lot of the community members that you serve understand it in principle, but the the difficulty is making it happen, is executing this, is being able to get past some of those drivers of health that do affect them. And and absolutely, it is not an easy thing and it has to be taken on a on a person-by-person basis. And so I think that's, that's for sure one of the challenges. And what I'm really excited to talk about a little bit and dig in with you about is a recent partnership that addresses some of these needs. So Priority Health recently announced a partnership with Kroger Health. Can you tell Tell us more about the partnership and the needs that that addresses, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, we met uh, Kroger Health about a year ago, and it was uh, immediately evident that our mission sort of aligned, which was to help people live healthier lives. And together, we launched two co-branded products. They're for different populations. One is a Kroger Priority Medicare Kroger uh, PPO, and the other one is a, a Priority Medicare DSNP Kroger plan. So the DSNP is a product that's available for those members who are who have both Medicare and Medicaid. So we announced the co-branded plans and they're available in eight counties in Southeast Michigan starting in January of 2023. The cool thing about these products is that we were able to build in a food allowance into their... So for example, they have different levels, but they would have anywhere from $25 a month to $75 a month to spend on healthy foods, which to a senior can really add up. And we believe that if they have access to healthy food, that that will definitely impact their overall health. So, okay. So eight counties in Southeast Michigan, that's really interesting because on this program, we have looked a lot this year at what we were referring to as the disruptor's mindset. And one thing that we've seen recently is that disruptive organizations tend to really zero in on the thing that they can control, the thing that they can move the needle on. And so to, I guess I find it really interesting that this isn't, hey, we're going to do this for everybody in the in the country. We have figured this out at scale. The fact that it's starting out in a still quite a large area, that's that's quite a region geographically, a lot of people there, but you're not trying to conquer everything and boil the ocean, being able to start in this way. And I imagine there's there's room for growth from there. But this is consistent with other organizations that we've spoken to about how they're able to start in a somewhat smaller capacity with plans to grow it from there. Because we've seen so many efforts that try to conquer everything and fix, quote unquote, fix healthcare, and they fail because there are too many things that need to be fixed. And you just can't do that at scale for most organizations. So I just really like, I'm really drawn into that part of it. And I feel like when you mentioned that the needs of of Priority Health and Kroger Health were so aligned, I just see so much value there. That speaks to the value of partnerships. I don't know if there's any more you can share about just how it came about, but, but just the thought of a partnership and the value of that, where clearly... This was something that Priority Health saw an advantage to working with someone else who already has either the infrastructure or the ability to deliver this. I mean, I imagine if if you were trying to start this from scratch, there were so many things you'd have to figure out that it might not ever get off the ground. But being able to, to partner with somebody who at the end of the day is going to improve the health and wellness of your members, there's just so much value in there. Uh, what, what are your comments just on partnerships itself and how that's helping move move this forward for you? 
Yeah, it was really just a wonderful coincidence. We have been building our thought leadership and the basis for many of our benefits around food is medicine. So the ability of helping people change their health through providing them better food. So Kroger is one piece of that. But even so, we we have food available for our members when they experience an inpatient stay. We know when they go back home after an inpatient stay, they are maybe maybe alone, don't feel like cooking. So we provide them with two meals a day for 14 days. So we had started to build this leadership around how can food improve the lives of our members. And uh, when we met Kroger Health, they were particularly poised to help us co-brand. And the other thing, Jared, is that um, the plan has benefits. But the other interesting thing is that during the annual enrollment period, which just ended, we were able to be in the stores and able to have those important conversations with consumers and members about their health and how a plan like this might really work for them. So it was just a, a great coincidence that we met that where we wanted to go was also where Kroger Health was headed. Uh, They also have other programs that we're looking at around food as medicine where they have, and we have those internally as well, where people have access to nutritionists and care management and things like that. So that's how it started. And it just seemed like a good fit and love the ability to meet with the members in person in a place where they regularly shop and talk to them about important topics like their health. That's outstanding. I can imagine some of those reactions that that people might have had when they learned that this was an option and something that was, that could be a part of their life. That's just something that's got to be uh, motivating and help drive this type of, of initiative. And when I think about other partnerships, I know they're not all in this food as medicine space. I bet there are other partnerships that, that Priority Health is undergoing and initiating. Are there any other partnerships that are that are of interest to you guys that, that you want to share or, or speak about? Sure. I think there are a couple here. First is something new that we have brought on this year. It's a company called Abridge. They are fairly new, but essentially it's an app that allows our member while they're with their provider to take a transcription of their of their visit. And from there we can access or they can go back and look at the details of the diagnoses, the medications, the treatments and follow-ups. And why I think this is a tremendous idea is going back to how I started with my parents. Your parents sometimes go in to visit their doctor. They come back and they tell you a very shortened version of whatever happened. And so this, when we were approached with this, we just thought, oh, this is phenomenal. Like, this is what every caregiver needs to know is how, you know, whoever they're taking care of, or even if you are the individual yourself, just to have sort of a second, be able to go back and listen to what was actually said versus what you were able to capture at the time. So that's something new on our all of our plans for 2023. A couple of other partnerships that I think are are really wonderful that I would like to share. One of them is Papa. And this was a, a company that started with, I believe it was a personal story that originally they started as grandkids for hire. So the personal story was that this the gentleman who started this company, his his grandfather needed help. And he thought, you know, what a what if we linked up grandkids with or young kids with seniors to help them with companionship, chores, 
take them to the doctor, transportation, things like that. So the business model has evolved since then. They started out with using college students. I believe it's now older students, but it's just a great service for our seniors. And many of our plans, you can get you know a certain number of hours per month or per year where you can have someone, you can create a relationship with someone to talk to every week. During the pandemic, we were offering up uh, grocery delivery so that folks could stay in their home. It's just been a fantastic service for us. Our members love it. And we have access. If something is wrong with the member, we, we can signal it early on to get them more help. So that's one that we that we love. The, our latest partnership is with a company called Homeward, and they're also fairly new. So you see all this disruption all over the place. They offer a mobile mobile care service, and they're targeting rural communities in Michigan, where, believe it or not, there's a pretty large population that, and many of them have barriers to access of healthcare. And so this is a service that they focus on a certain community and they go to where the people are and they can provide many of these services in their homes or in communities. So also just a, another, you know, this one was a tough one for us to crack. Like how do you reach all those people who live in rural communities? So Homeward's been a great partner for us in that respect. And we really look forward to seeing how, how they grow and how we can work together. Oh, absolutely. I think all these things speak to the fact that you're working hard to design a better experience for consumers because it's really fair to say that most consumers don't understand the complexity of the system and they don't really care. They just want the experience to be better. They just want it to be easier. And so whoever the entity is that's initiating, whether it's their provider or their health plan or someone else, retail store, whatever, they just want it to be easier because when it's easier, it's more of a trusted experience. So what if you could just give us a reality check here just, just for a moment in terms of just you, you personally, you know, what, what kind of progress do you think we can realistically expect when we're talking about the consumer experience? What kind of progress do you think we can realistically expect in, in healthcare in the next, like say the next one to two years? Yeah, well, maybe I'd like to just spend a little time talking about what a better experience means and how consumers can look at different health plans and, and figure out what, what that experience might look like. For us, we have a very strong focus on quality and and we believe that the quality of everything that we do matters. And I'll take it back to like when you shop on Amazon, right? You frequently look at the reviews and ratings that the product has received. So health insurance in a way is no different. And the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS, gives out ratings every year to health plans. And it's based on a number of things, customer service, how we rate our drug plan, how easy it is for them to access doctors. And these are, these are member service. So I'm proud to say for 2023, we have health plan. Our health plan has been given a five out of five stars. So we're really excited about that. I think it's a reflection on everything that we've been doing to improve that customer experience, that member experience. And, you know, we know that we as a company pride ourselves on taking care of our members. We know that when someone uses us, it may be because they're experiencing a health issue and we want to make sure to help them in the most compassionate way possible. So it's, it's experience, but it's also compassion. Our customer service team does just an outstanding job of helping people navigate and solve problems. And they do it with compassion patience, and respect. Now, where do I see 
the healthcare industry in the next couple of years. I think this is something that we touched on earlier. I do believe there's a recognition of and a focus on not only prevention, but also the barriers to good health. So we see even the government more focused on health equity and all the things that are involved in that. And it's everything from where they live to food deserts, to access to healthcare, and et cetera. So for us, like supporting members who may be living on a limited income with something simple like an allowance at Kroger seems like the right thing to do, both from you know prevention, not only prevention, but also management of whatever condition they may be experiencing. I also think that we'll see an increased usage of technology, both to manage health and also to seek care. Virtual visits, even virtual physical therapy is becoming more popular. And as baby boomers age in, they're very technology savvy. We definitely see an increased adoption of technology. With And I'll say that the, the Medicare population, though, is bimodal in that the younger population is very tech savvy, but the older ones are not necessarily comfortable. So we, you know, as a health plan, we try to address both needs. I definitely see increasing usage of technology is becoming a big part of what we do in the next year or two. Outstanding. Is there anywhere in particular with Priority Health where you're headed in the next six to 12 months that we're able to share, you know, nothing, nothing too proprietary or anything, but is there anything about the direction that you're headed that you could share? I would say that we're looking at how people interact with our technology and making it better, easier, simpler, more intuitive, giving them more options. And then in terms of seeking care, I think that's the other piece of that. You know, we're, we're more open to adding on benefits that might be addressed through an app. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, then final question here. Personally, it can be in that same direction or it can be somewhere totally different. Just what trends are you paying attention to in the industry right now? For us in Medicare, what's foundational about Medicare Advantage is that we're a regulated business. We work through CMS, which is the Centers of Medicare Medicaid Services, and we continually monitor how rules are changing and evolving. So we have to develop our products and market them in such a way that's in line with what the government says we can or can't do. And the government is very, they're really, this administration is really leaning into health equity And they are also leaning into, they're very intent on protecting seniors from misleading marketing and sales tactics. And they're putting increased scrutiny on that. So that's from a Medicare perspective, we are, you know, very eager to address health equity. Buddhist medicine is a part of it. And we wholeheartedly support their protecting seniors from misleading marketing because there's, you know, you see a lot of that going on as well. Outstanding. Well, that will do it for this episode. I want to thank you for giving us so much to think about. I've had the pleasure of speaking with Samia Brown from Priority Health. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please spread the word. Tell your colleagues to tune in for all the awesomeness, then leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. This show is produced by Shift Forward Health, the channel for changemakers. Subscribe to Shift Forward Health on your favorite podcast app, and you'll be subscribed to our entire library of shows. See our full lineup at shiftforwardhealth.com. One subscription, all the podcasts you need, and it's all for free. And remember, we might have a lot of work to do in healthcare, but we'll get there faster together. Thanks again.